Today, we're going to be talking about mentorship, and I'm going to tell you why I think a mentor is actually just as important as a therapist on this episode of The Truth and Our Trauma. Christian Counseling on the go? Sign me up. Faithful Counseling is Christian counseling that is available to you wherever you are and on your schedule. And we've partnered with them to bring you 10% off of your first month. To sign up and get started, go to getfaithful.com forward slash valor. Mentorship is not something we often know really how to access or know even necessarily why we would want to access it. But I'm so excited to talk to you about this today and actually to bring in a sweet friend of mine who is actually a mentee, I guess we could say. Uh, her name's Nina Velez. Say hi to the people, Nina. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it is an honor to be on this podcast. <laughs> and I'm thrilled to have Nina in this conversation because the way God wove our stories together is just something that only he can do. And I really think this is actually one of the most beautiful ways that we encounter him is through these relationships and how he brings about mentorship type relationships. And so with that, I actually want to turn it over to Nina. Nina, why don't you talk a little bit about how it was that you and I even came together, how you found me and how this all started. It is a complete God story. I was originally from California, moved all the way to Tennessee, and I started listening to your podcast when I was going through the hardest period of my time. And I actually was going through a divorce and was like on Apple Podcasts trying to find a podcast that talked about Christian divorce. And there was nothing to be found except yours. <laughs> and the wild thing about this, I just want to stop here for a second. Nina is not a single mom. So this is the Christian Single Moms podcast she's talking about. Nina is not a single mom. Nina, is it okay if I ask if you can tell people how old you are? Yeah, I am 25. (laughs) Yeah. So she was looking, though, for divorce Mm -hmm. material. And because that's what I talk about, that's how that started. Yeah. And I started just going through your episodes. I binged your episodes. And what was great about it is, of course, you talked about single moms, but you also talked about a lot of other things that I related to at that time. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, this woman is amazing. I followed you on Instagram and I just kept listening to your podcast weekly. And shortly after that, I moved to Tennessee. I think my mom connected with you and we all went out to coffee together and we just clicked. And I remember thinking, this is so crazy. I listened to you in California, followed you forever and felt such a connection to you. And then we meet and our relationship just kind of developed from there. And it has been so amazing just to see how God has developed our relationship. I really consider you a mentor now. You are my go-to person if I have anything I need to talk about or just vent to you about. You have such wisdom. And so I think it's amazing how God could just intertwine those things. Absolutely. And and here's actually the other piece of this story is Nina is from a town in California that is probably only about 20 miles from the town I grew up in in Northern California. So there was already that familiarity and that thread. I don't want anybody to listen and think like, oh my gosh, she moved to Tennessee to like (laughs) track Michelle down. Not just for Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it was, but it wasn't. But as far as you know, even that piece of it. So to me, it was already even this familiarity. There was this already this common thread of like, oh, I've, we've been to some of the same places or I know where you went to high school or, you know, those yeah. kinds of things. It was already a, a, an element of 
of connection that was there. And then I, I went to coffee really to, to meet your, with your mom, as you said, and you came. And so to hear even how my story was able to impact Nina's mother and Nina as she was walking through this divorce was just even such a gift to me, right? So sharing sometimes the things that we've gone through can be difficult, can be uncomfortable, but yet what the gift it was to know that it had borne fruit in Nina's life and was was bringing the Lord close to them, you know? And so when people tell me, you know, like, oh, your, your stuff helped me so much. I'm like, no, 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 it was the Lord. <laughs> but even in that, there's a, there's a willingness to share. And I think um, that was even on your part, the willingness to come and to be there and to share how painful this journey was, but also how the Lord met you in it was something that in your vulnerability gave me the eyes to see like, this is a person who I really want to come alongside. And I think that's one of the things, you know, in mentor mentee, like sort of relationships, there does need to be a fit there in terms of a mentor who is available to share and available in all senses, you know, whether that's with my time or whether that's with my journey, but then also to be a mentee who is hungry and that is not afraid to speak up, to be challenged. And I saw that in you, you know, just even in that first conversation. And so, and, and even just to say, y'all, like this was not something that it was like, oh, hey, will you be my mentor? Like, and all. it's okay if that happens. Like, it's not, that's not weird. That is not weird. Cause I, I'll share a piece of that story later with other mentors that I've had, but this was very organic because what happened from here was Nina was launching her business as a social media specialist. And that's what we needed at the time with Plus One Parents. And so there was this natural fit for us to even just start working together. And that was really where the relationship blossomed from, because, of course, we would get together as a coffee shop. She lives actually not far from me. And there's a coffee shop in between our houses and we'll meet there. And yes, we start talking about business. And then we hurry up and get that out of the way. And then it's like, all right, what's going on in your life? Mm -hmm. What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's so beautiful about it is it happens so organically. And in a weird way, I actually considered you my mentor back in California when I was listening to you because I was so alone at that time. And I needed someone to speak into my situation that wasn't close to me, had no idea about what was going on, just even though you were just on a podcast. I felt like you were speaking into my life so clearly. And it just happened that I moved to Tennessee. I didn't I had no idea you even lived here either. So I think it's so amazing how that happened so naturally. And I think also something that's great about that is I was just really open about it. I didn't go into it like I need a mentor. Um, I've tried to find mentors in the past and like going up to people and being like, can you be my mentor? And it just kind of fell through or someone would get busy and wouldn't follow up. And I just never really thought that I needed one at the moment. And our relationship just blossomed and turned into that. And so I think that's what's great about it. And that's the same thing, actually, that happened to me with a mentor that I received when I first moved to Tennessee. Similarly, I was at that time just freshly going through the divorce and I was at a church where I I was there for six months and never talked to anybody. 
And I was certainly like too scared. I was head down, like very afraid to meet anybody at that time. But also didn't really necessarily feel feel at that time that anybody saw me. And it's not any fault on this church. It was the thing that, that God used to move me to where he wanted me. And as soon as I moved into this other environment, I just recognized through that experience how badly I needed people, how badly I needed somebody that I could share with and open up to. And it was a similar thing. I, I walked into this church and, you know, have my kids with me and... Everyone tells me, oh, you have to meet Lois. You have to meet Lois. And so within the first couple of weeks of attending, Lois reaches out to me. And Lois was a woman who is about 15 years up the road from me, who had also been through a divorce, who also was a, had been a single mom, had led single mom's ministry. And I had no view to ministry at that time. But she, again, had such compassion for me being that I was in a space that she had been in previously. And she was available. She met with me every single Friday and we would have coffee together. And I would just share whatever was going on. Sometimes we would work through a devotional type of a resource and other times it was, that would be the launching point for the conversation, but then it would just go off into, here's what I'm struggling with right now. And again, it was one of those things where it was completely organic and it was just the Lord bringing together two people one who had a journey to share and one who was in the middle of needing to see that light, see what was going to be the hope for the future, what was ahead, and just having us walk together. And Lois is still in my life, and I've had other mentors since then. And we don't, while we don't have every single Friday together anymore, it was a very sweet and precious season where we were able to walk so closely. And so now there are times where I'm like, okay, it's been like far too many months. I need to reach out to her, you know? And just keep her posted on what's going on. But it's I think this is the other thing about mentor relationships is they don't need to necessarily feel like they have to run for years and years and years and years. You know, it may be for a season or for a certain circumstance that you have this person who's in your life and they'll always be special to you. And they may always be a wise person to speak into your life, but that that need that you have for that particular person's guidance or expertise or wisdom or whatever you're looking for uh, may just be for a season. Yeah, I think that alleviates the pressure too, because I think a lot of us go into mentorship like this needs to be a constant thing, daily communication, weekly. And I feel like our relationship has has blossomed into different ways that I've communicated with you. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I was going through something and I called you, but then other times we catch up when I see you in person. And so it's just alleviating that like worry of, oh, I got to constantly be in communication with them. The Lord runs it for a certain amount of time. And you always will have that special person in your life and know, okay, this is my safe person I can go to if something is going on in my life where I need some wisdom. And why I think this is so necessary in our lives as Christians and community and all and, and embracing what the Lord has for us in that, but also in the the sense of our healing journey is you can have a therapist who may be able to help you talk through some things and help you identify some things that maybe you're not aware of, right? And that is valuable. But there is another kind of comfort that comes from somebody who has walked the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Someone who can say, yes, I felt that way. You're not crazy. You're not alone in that. And th this is what I did about it. This is what worked. This is what didn't work, you know? And it, it's just a different level of insight that a person who has walked this same journey can offer to you. 
And that's something that I think inherently, you know, even I I always mess up the address. I'm sometimes I'm bad at quoting Bible verses, but there is a I think it's the second Corinthians. I could be wrong, but it, it talks about the fact that God comforts us in our affliction so that then we can comfort others with the exact same comfort of that we've received. And that's powerful. That's very powerful in a way that a therapeutic relationship, for example, professional relationship can't necessarily offer. There are some limitations to what you can receive from that sort of relationship versus someone who is saying, I want to offer you the same comfort that God gave me, which I think is one of the things that a lot of us experience when we've gone through hard stuff that it's like, I want to help somebody else. I want to share this with somebody else. And if you're not in that space yet, that's okay. Or if you don't get to that space, it's not to say that all of us have to (laughs) be mentors or mentees or whatever, but there, there's often a compelling that comes from that. And it's because when you've been touched by the Lord in the heartache, you can't help but tell people about it. You can't help but let it spill out and over into other people that you can see need a drink. Yeah. Yeah. And me going through a divorce at such a young age, I didn't have anyone my age to talk to. All my friends are married, happily married. And I was going through at 22 years old, a divorce that wasn't my choice. And I didn't know who to turn to. And so I figured, you know, glean from someone that has has been through what I've been through that is a little older than me, but has so much wisdom was going to provide me with that comfort and just that person that I could, you know, turn to. And even like my family, like I was the first one that's been divorced in my family. And so it wasn't even, I'm super close to my mom, but it wasn't even like I could go to her and be like, did you feel these triggers? And that's, what's so great about you is I can turn to you and be like, have you been through this before? And you're like, yes, I have. I understand what you're going through. I can see into your mind and I get that. And I hold this with you. And I think that's, what's so amazing about a mentor is you can like, you kind of, like you said, you understand and you can feel what they're feeling. Cause you walked through that before. And it also gave me hope because seeing you now and being like, wow, I could be there one day. I think you just pointed out something really significant in terms of roadblocks to finding mentors. And it's the fact that you even just said, none of my friends were going through this. And that's that's the reality is a lot of the times the people that are in our lives have they're in the same season, right? Like you're you're running probably with like in my case, I have a lot of friends who are moms, you know, (laughs) that it's like I'm not necessarily as connected to women who are grandmothers in their 60s, for example. But yet those are the women who are up the road that have the guidance and the insight to look into my life and go, okay, this thing you're worried about, that's not the don't even don't even stress about that. That thing, yeah, you probably need to to investigate that. That's a thing that you might want to work on, you know, that sort of thing. And it is forcing ourselves sometimes outside of our normal social circle to open ourselves up to finding people who are in those other seasons of life who can as you said give us some straight talk they're not our family members they're not they're not but they're 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 for you it's it's, there's no bias there in terms of even like trying to protect like I'm when you and I are talking I'm not trying to protect a relationship with you because I'm 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 solely focused on pouring into you I do not expect for you to pour back into me at all you you do exhibit extravagant generosity and appreciation 
And that's all really that all that's necessary to keep it going. And that's that's the difference in a mentorship relationship, discipleship relationship really is it is one sided. It is fully for me to pour into you and for you to just receive that. And that is so, 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 so beneficial, especially when it comes to like the break of a relationship or healing from a significant relational wound that receiving in those types of relationships has been dangerous. And so a mentor relationship is let me just pour into you and teach you even how to receive in a safe way. See, let you see what that is like to be seen, to be heard, to be given voice and to not be threatened or afraid in being completely who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's so great about a mentor is you are able to fully be vulnerable and and I guess that's the difference between a mentorship and a therapist. I feel like a therapist, not that they're always trying to fix you, but they are trying to get you to a specific arrival versus a mentor. I could literally call you up and just vent without you saying, OK, well, have you thought of this and trying to like guide me through what a normal therapist would. And so I think it's so comforting to know that a mentorship will guide you, will be there for you, will hold that space and that that comfort and your heartache with you and not trying to let, make you arrive to a certain point in That's your life so, yet. I've never even thought about that. That's so good. That's a really great point. It's like you can just fully bring it and have it be held and not not even need any outcome from it. Yeah. Of course, you're not paying me, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one is for all my overthinkers out there. I used to be absolutely debilitated by intrusive thoughts. Everything from constant worry to just dread of the future, I couldn't make it stop. If you're there right now, I have developed a free downloadable guide to help you get your mind back. It's called Overthinking, Get Out of Your Head and On With Your Life. And you can download it for free right now at UncommonValor.co. Now, Nina represents also, as we're talking about, you know, these different generations, I'm the elder millennial. <laughs> I'm in my early 40s. And we think Nina might be sort of on that cusp of the I'm beginning of sure. Gen Z. I'm, I'm pretty sure that in my heart, I'm like 40 something years old. <laughs> Maybe so. You do have this old soul. Nina, what do you see, though, in in the generation around you? What do you see that you know, questions about how do we engage this or how do we find this or how do we approach this? Because the fact is there are going to be some people that you might want to approach and say, will you be my mentor? So as much as we're talking about there's something organic, sometimes there's also something that's a little bit more formal about it. Yeah, I guess I would just suggest to, and I kind of mentioned this in the beginning, but just being really open to connecting with people that aren't your age in the church, it could be really awkward to go up to someone and be like, will you be my mentor? And it has to be this like formal thing. It doesn't have to be awkward. Um, I just would encourage anyone that's looking for a mentor, if you're in the church, to get involved with like a women's ministry and not just with your young adults ministry, getting involved with people that are different ages, that have been through different stages of life and in some sense, when you are looking for a mentor, you do have to open yourself up and be a little vulnerable. And that is a little scary, but that's the risk you have to take in order to connect with someone that is going to walk beside you in your life. Um, I will say it is a little easier asking for a mentor when you are in the depths of pain and hurt. 
Um, and even if you aren't, to just be open to the fact of that's eventually going to happen. We're never always on a hilltop in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when this does happen, I want to have someone that's there to walk with me. I think the multi-generational approach that you mentioned is so important because that's another place I found a, a lot of healing and community is being in a small group where you have a diverse range of lived experiences and ages and all of those sorts of things. And that's not even necessarily always our first go-to, but it can be such a great place to safely start to, to investigate even just being around other people and say, hmm, I wonder if that would be a person who could be a mentor for me. And as I've said before, you know, there have been people that I have formally approached and said, could I have some of your time? And it always started with prayer or it always started with the Lord was highlighting somebody to me and I would pray into that. And then there'd be a confirmation of some kind. You know, that person would just out of the blue reach out to me and say, hey, I just wanted to see how you are. And then it was like, oh, OK, well, I know why you're reaching out to me. Um, and that that process is much like dating. <laughs> it is much yeah. it is much it is. like a a process of getting to know somebody. Um, But I think even with dating, you know, we kind of make it this other thing other than purely what it is that's discernment. We're just walking with somebody for a minute to discern if this relationship is something that the Lord has more in, you know. And so in that, it's just saying, could I have a a conversation with you? Could I have a coffee with you and just Mm -hmm. find out a little bit more about what I know already about this part of your story. Would you be willing to share some of that with me? And in inviting that person to open up about their journey, then you find even at the outset, okay, is this a person that I, I feel like they would get me if, I'm sh- if I share a little piece of my story? And if you share a little piece and they sort of respond back to you, then you know, okay, there, there can be something here. And as you said, it doesn't have to be super formalized. It does not have to be, okay, on every, and now with me, Lois, it was, but it doesn't have to be every Friday, you know, that we're sitting down. It may be on an as-needed basis, but you always know if I have a desperate prayer need, this is a person I don't have to explain myself to. This is a person who already knows my backstory, who is invested in walking through some things with me. And just allowing it to be what it's going to be. And I think even again with dating, sometimes we don't let that happen. We don't let the Lord just kind of nurture the thing. We we either need this so badly that we're going to force it or we're scared of it. And we're like, oh, I'm just going to kind of like push back from this and, and maybe not pursue it. And it's in the discomfort of really both, <laughs> whichever one you tend towards, it's in the discomfort of resisting your natural inclination where you find where you can be met. And I think that's just the thing is if you have the tendency to push too far in or to pull too far back, a mentor is a person who is a safe person, as we said, because it's one-sided, who can can help you with knowing, like, you don't have to push in so hard. You know, it's, it's I like you just the way you are. Or I'm here for you. Or, you know, they're, they're reassuring, much like we would want a parent to be. Uh, versus also on the other side, if you're a person who is, you know, maybe a little bit more reluctant about the relationship, that this is a person who's going to pursue you. And it's okay for you to allow that, you know, because again, this person's not expecting something from you. It's the reciprocity sometimes that's so uncomfortable for us. And mentorship allows us to start to receive again safely in relationships in a way that mutual relationships, friendships, dating, all those sorts of things don't offer us. 
Mm-hmm. I love what you said about discernment because the Lord will highlight that person. And in our relationship, that first time we met at the coffee shop, I was like, gosh, there's something about her. And I don't know what it is, but I feel like even though you are in a whole other different stage of life than I am, we somehow are in a similar path. And you're, you kept coming to my mind constantly after that. And then once we started working together and, and I just felt like every time I met with you, this woman is someone that I know I can trust. And I am not a very trusting person. It takes me a long time to open up and trust someone. Um, and that's a lot of my story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did feel like you were just highlighted in my mind. And I do feel like the Lord will download that to you. Whether you're at church and you see someone, you're like, I don't know why I'm drawn to that person. Lean into that and see how the Lord could work through that. And the last thing I want to mention, too, is even when you are the mentee, and this has happened for me and this I see in you, Nina, you have something to give that other person. So as much as I'm saying this is one sided, you have value to this, to what your story offers even into this person's life. So, for example, though Lois had all this wisdom and had walked this journey ahead of me, there were insights that I would have or ways that I would describe things that actually brought more healing back to her. Or, for example, there have been things about your spiritual life. You grew up in a denomination that was completely different than the one that I grew up in. And so there are insights that you have about walking with the Holy Spirit that I've had to come to way later in my life. And so knowing your faith journey and what that has looked like has been so just cultivating even of my own faith life. And it's it's something that even, I, again, like I will just enjoy that piece of 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 our our relationship differently you know but it is um such a value for me knowing i actually have some things that i could bounce off of you you know that other people in my life may not understand Mm -hmm. and so you know as much as we are talking about receiving you are of a value to this person too whether you know it or not it just may take a minute for you to actually see like wow actually i have this this thing i get to bring to this too yeah (laughs) we can all learn from each other regardless of our age it doesn't have to be the same age group Mm -hmm. like we can learn from one another yeah nina I'm so excited that we got to sit down and have this conversation. I am so Thank you. It's so amazing when you ask me, I'm like, yes, a hundred times yes, without a thought. (laughs) Thanks for being with me for this episode today. I hope you'll come back again. And in the meantime, you can follow me over on social media and find out about our resources and services over at uncommonvalor.co.